Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Monday, July 10th. We are live in studio. Thank you so much for joining us. If you are uh, one of the many people that I think took off all of last week, we were back early last week, but welcome back. Um, hopefully you had a nice little break, nice little vacation. A lot of people traveling this summer and ready to get things going on this Monday morning. Good morning. How are you? Not too bad. Um, you know, all is overall well in my world. Um, Steph sent us a message this morning before we got here of saying that she thinks the AC is out in, in the studio again. And it was out the entire month of May for us. And it's definitely out. It's not even you can't even turn the thing on here in the studio. Yeah, I was going to avoid that subject because I just didn't want to sound like a complaint all the time about that. So I'm like, I just I got nothing to say about it. It's like it is what it is. What are we supposed to do? Yeah, what can you do about it? In May it was kind of like a, a lower temperature side of May. It was, I mean, it was definitely warm, but it, was, it wasn't your normal hot May. But we'll see how things go today with, without the AC back in the building. Maybe it's a quick fix. Maybe they get fixed this morning. How was your weekend? Weekend was nice. Uh, Friday night we went out to dinner, did a nice little dinner on Friday night. I did something they haven't done. In, in months, I had two glasses of wine on Friday night. It's just, I don't know. I, just, I You know, if I have a glass of wine or two, I don't sleep properly, wake up the next day, not 100%. But Friday night was just a nice night, so I had a couple glasses of wine. And I, I felt it on Saturday. I, it was just a little bit off on Saturday, but Saturday was a nice day as well. It was a lot of time out at the ranch with the horses, a lot of pool time this weekend. So overall, it was a nice weekend over here. Very nice. Very nice. How was your weekend? My weekend was good. Um, it was. Uh, I got my hair done on Friday. It was a six-hour appointment. I was there for six hours. That's the longest I've ever been at a hair appointment. But we were just kind of messing around. And she, my uh, hairstylist has been on me for a couple of years, just like, let Let's really lighten your hair. Let's really lighten it. And uh, I've always been like, we can put some highlights in it. <laughs> but she's like, we're going to really lighten it today. So we did. It took six hours, but it, I, it ended up coming out really nice. I liked how uh, how she did it. And so by the time I got home, I got home at five o'clock in the afternoon. No, uh, on, <laughs> this was Friday, right? I got there at 11, left at 5 p.m. <laughs> and so um, it, was, it was kind of a, a long day there. But then this weekend, met up with some friends. We had dinner um, on Saturday night. And 
then on Sunday, oh, one of my neighbors who's a good friend of mine, she's like, I haven't seen you forever. Come down here. Let's, you know, have a glass of wine. Same thing. I was like, oh, okay. So uh, we went down there and I ended up hanging out for a little while. And it was really nice to catch up. And yeah, just seeing old friends this weekend. I had, you know, just with a summer and traveling. Everybody's in town. Everyone's out of town. So it was nice to catch up with everybody. I saw your post over the weekend of, of your hair saying it took six hours. I can't see you in the studio because it's, it's dark in your studio. But looking at the photo and stuff it's it's stunning and i love the back uh the the rear view of the back side of your head there the way the curls are flowing down it's just it looks it looks beautiful in the photos the curls yeah they've lost some of their curl but you know now it's more of a wave i always love when i walk out of my hairstylist salon because it's just perfect i'm like i wish i could do my hair like this because when i do it, it it never looks like that but i mean i guess that's why they do what they do and so yeah it was a long one but it was it was worth it was uh it definitely uh I got home. My husband's like, are you okay? Where have you been? I was like, I usually it's a two hour appointment. It was six hours this time. Did so. you? I've never had a six hour. I mean, that's a flight to New York City from here for, for, for six or actually back from New York City. A six hour flight. Did you, were you talking the entire time or did you watch a TV show for six hours? Well, there, she has other clients coming in and out. So I kind of just sat there. It was uh-huh. on my phone. I brought some snacks. I knew it because <laughs> she told me in advance, this is going to be a long one. Bring something to eat. And so, you know, I had my little snacks. Um, I did fall asleep at one point um, while she was putting my highlights in and um, my head like jerked back and I go oh sorry she goes it's okay if you want to sleep I was like okay because I'm really <laughs> tired right now but yeah so we're ready to get things going this week um, so happy to be here with you guys live we've got a lot of good prizes to give away to Nickelback tickets on the way this morning same with Ed Sheeran tickets so don't go anywhere let's get the show started it is time for the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to here, Losing My Religion by R.E.M. That's me in the spotlight Losing my religion Trying to keep up you And I do want to hear The Dip by Freak Nasty Do you want to hear Here It Goes Again by OK Go? Those are your choices. Get your votes in now. It's easy. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or just text or call us at 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1. Coming, coming, coming up. You're going to want to hear this. We have more to come on the pre-show this morning. On the way next, we have the Daily Dirt. We have a Britney Spears update and a positive health update on Jamie Foxx and Madonna. Details in about five minutes. And the votes are in. It looks like Losing My Religion from R.E.M. is the pre-show. You pick them. You choose the music, you pick it, we play it. Awesome. It's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, you mix 94.1. It's the Daily Dirt. Turn it up. With Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Nobody's going to be charged with hitting Britney Spears in the face because nobody apparently hit Britney Spears in the face. This goes back to last week. So when Britney tried to get the attention of Spurs rookie Victor Wemanyama outside a catch over at Aria, his security guard pushed Britney's hand away from Victor 
and then into her own face. So police determined that he did not willfully or unlawfully use force or violence against Britney Spears. Now, here's an interesting tidbit that came out about that night. After this happened, Britney went inside the restaurant to eat. And apparently she booted Pauly Shore from his booth. But it doesn't sound like it was on purpose. Paulie had already been seated at the restaurant, but when he got up to use the restroom, someone seated Brittany at the same table. When he came back, they both kind of laughed it off, but then Paulie grabbed his phone, sunglasses, and fanny pack, and then found another table. Well, that was nice of him. I mean, he certainly didn't need to do that, but that w- that just shows, like, th- the kind of guy he is. He's like, yeah, you know what? Let's just not even make this a big deal. I'll just go sit over here. Yeah, he seems like he's a, seems like he's a nice dude. Uh, here's a nice little positive update. Jamie Foxx and Madonna have both been spotted in public for the first time since their respective health emergencies. So Jamie was seen Sunday afternoon. He was on a yacht on the Chicago River and people on a passing boat took video and he actually looked to be in good health. He he waved back at everyone. Jamie's health scare, that was first reported back in early April and then Madonna, she all that stuff go down about two weeks ago. She postponed her entire tour. They were saying she's still bedridden. Uh, She was spotted walking with a friend in New York City uh, over the weekend. Well, that's good news. I saw the Jamie Foxx videos and he did he just looked like normal regular jamie fox like he was all completely recovered yeah it's great stuff to see so ed sheeran surprised fans with another pop-up appearance over the weekend this it seems like he does this in every single city that he goes to one city he served ice cream uh he was working at a bar in another one so we had a show in pittsburgh and then before the show he popped in into a pizza place and a beer place and he was there to promote his tingly ted's hot sauce which the pizza place put across all their buffalo chicken pizzas and then he gave out 50 free pizzas to fans and also 50 pairs of tickets to his show that night. Nice. He's just, uh, he's all about giving back. I love that guy. He really is. And so he'll be here in September. We've got your tickets all week long at 940. Do you think he'll do something here in town? And if so, what do you think he's going to do? Um, I, I mean, if this is a pattern, absolutely. I have no idea. I mean, I'm sure he'll you know, show up as a surprise somewhere. What do you think he's going to do? I don't know what he'll do, but just the way this is Las Vegas and such a big city, you know, and it seems like every single city he does some kind of pop-up event beforehand. You would assume he's going to do it here in Las Vegas. So Sunday is the WNBA All-Star Game. It's here in town, 530 Michelob Ultra Arena. We have Team Asia Wilson against Team Brianna Stewart. Coach Becky Hammond is going to join Asia. Other aces joining Asia's team includes Chelsea Gray, Jackie Young, and Kelsey Plum. Aces did win last night. Kelsey Plum had 40 points in yesterday's game. She's on fire. I mean, she is so like focused right now. I'm so impressed. Yeah, the ladies are unstoppable. Their record right now is 16, or actually no, 17-2 on the season. And then tonight you have uh, baseball, the home run derby. Will you be watching 5 o'clock on ESPN? Oh, definitely. But this is like the slowest week in sports. Uh, isn't it Wednesday where there's no games at all? And uh, so I dread this week. I, I look forward to the All-Star game, but then I, I dread the rest of the week. It's such a lull that happens in sports. Uh, We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1870. And now here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. It is Monday, July 10th, 6 o'clock. Hope you guys had a great weekend. So good to be back. Be back live. Uh, we were actually back live from vacation on Thursday of last week, Thursday and Friday. And so a lot of you that are just returning, welcome back. It's so good to have you. Hopefully, uh, if you got that week off, you had a nice one. A uh, lot going on in town this weekend. It was like 
craziness. UFC was here. Um, the, the Summer League is here. Just so much happening right now. One thing that I did over the weekend is I, I did some grocery shopping. And it was funny. Saturday, I was at Whole Foods. And I'm not sure when they rolled this out at Whole Foods. But I noticed this on Saturday. And it's through Amazon. And I look back to when I was a kid and even into the 90s. Like, if I ever went to the grocery store with my mom, she would like pay with a check sometimes to take the process of writing on a check. And at, uh, at Whole Foods, you can now pay with your palm. There's a thing set up. It's, you obviously have to set it up in advance or, or right there or whatever in your credit card to scan your palm. But you now have the ability to pay for your groceries with the palm of your hand. We're in the future, people. It's crazy. You think about it. Like, look at stuff in the 90s to where we are now and go back to some of the stuff. Uh, the fact that you can you know, pay with your palm. I, you must have to set it up so where it scans your palm and scans your credit card and everything. And, and that's how you pay and stuff. But it's just kind of crazy to look how far we have come in the past 30 years. Well, I mean, 30, 50, 100, it's just, yeah, there, there's just so much going on. I watched, uh, I went to the screening of Mission Impossible uh, Dead Reckoning Part 1 um, last week, and the technology that they use in that is, like, obviously a lot of it is kind of fictional technology, or is it? Maybe it's based on stuff that we haven't even seen, but I'm always amazed at just the um, the scanning software that, that that we have now where we can basically do this facial recognition of anyone in any place. There were people going through an airport and they were using facial recognition um, to find them. And it was just like all these red squares over faces, but then it finds the one it wants and green square. Oh, yeah. and it's just oh. like, it's always <laughs> amazing to me. And just as simple as FaceTime too. I always thought, you know, as a kid, wow, wouldn't that be cool if we could see each other as we're talking on the phone? And now it's just a regular thing. I FaceTime people all the time. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's the standard. Even simple things with um, my wife's car has it, and then I had a rental car that had it too, that, that lane assist. I know Teslas are pretty much self-driving, but that lane assist, this rental car that I had, you didn't have to have it in cruise control. You just had to press the button, and it would keep you in, it, it would be driving for you. And every, it was about every 90 seconds to two minutes, you had to put your hands back on the steering wheel for a couple of seconds, but driving back home from California, I had a sandwich for lunch. I was able to sit there and eat my sandwich with ease as I was driving the car. I don't know that I consider that safe, even though this is uh, uh, the the new technology. That just still seems weird. If I see a guy eating a sandwich as I'm driving next to him, I I go as far away as possible. (laughs) What is that man doing? Yeah, I am not a fan of that. Hey, it is Monday, so we got Beat Mercedes on Minden Monday. Here's your chance to win a $1,600 diamond pendant from Michael E. Menden Diamond Jewelers if... You can identify a song faster than Mercedes, and this happens at 7 a.m. And up next is What's Trending. What do you got for us? The latest singer that got hit by an object while on stage. Taylor stuns fans at her concert on Saturday. And in honor of the whole pineapple on pizza debate, an old soft drink is making a comeback. That's all coming up next in What's Trending. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Harry Styles is trending this morning. Can we just stop with this? There's always that kid in class that messes things up for everyone else. And I feel like this is going to change the concert experience if this keeps up. Poor Harry was the latest victim of a fan throwing something at an artist on stage. It happened at his show in Vienna. When he was headed off stage, someone threw an object that hit him right around his left eye. And as he was exiting the stage, you can see him putting his hands up to his face and in obvious pain. Now, he recovered and did finish the concert. 
has not yet commented on the incident. His love on tour tour is wrapping up with uh, two shows left in Spain, one in Portugal and one in Italy. But this is going to you guys think you're mad right now when you have to get your phones locked up for a comedy show. They're not going to let us bring phones in They're not They're not going to let us bring anything in concerts anymore if this keeps up. Yeah. And I feel like we're preaching to the choir. The people listening right now, you're not, you're not you the guys ones doing know. it. Yeah, you guys know. But if you're at a concert, you see someone do it, you, you report the person or, or, you know, tell someone about it so they get tossed out because what's next? Then we have plexiglass up on stage to protect these artists because it's happening all the time now. It's just, and it's stupid. Yeah. Like, why are you doing that? What's the point? And I, I know it happened to Drake recently. Someone threw their phone up there. It didn't hit him. But um, a lot of the phone incidents are where they just want the artist to take their phone and record a video of them and then give it back to them. But, man, this is getting ridiculous. Ridiculous. I've never seen this happen so much as it's been happening lately. I get anxiety if I can't find my phone here in the studio. I'm not about to toss it on stage in hopes that the artist is going to record a video and then find me in the crowd and get it back to me. Or maybe it's their burner phones. <laughs> 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 They're like, if I lose it, I lose it. No big deal. Um, also trending this morning is Taylor Swift. She pulled another rabbit out of her, ha- uh, her bag of tricks over the weekend during her Eras tour stop in Kansas City, Missouri. So on Friday, she released Speak Now Taylor's version, which contains six new tracks from The Vault. And on Saturday night, she surprised fans with a video debut for one of those tracks. It's called I Can See You. If you haven't heard that song, here's how it goes. out she debuts the brand new video for it and not only were fans blown away by the surprise of the video they were happy to see some of the people in the video like her friends joey king and presley cash presley cash was in um one of her earlier videos and so she came back for that one but it was when her ex taylor lautner appeared in the video that fans absolutely lost it not just that, but she ended up bringing the three of them out on stage. The stadium went crazy after backflipping onto the stage to screams from the crowd. Lautner expressed his admiration for Taylor. Um, he thanked her for including him in the music video project. And he said, I respect you so much, not for the singer you are, the songwriter, the performer, but truly for the human being you are. You are gracious, humble, you are kind, and I'm honored to know you. I love to see that because I just had a conversation with someone about this this weekend. I think there's a a lot of times a negative narrative about exes and well-deserved, but it is okay to be friends like the two Taylors in this situation. She's friends with his wife to have that positive experience with an ex. That made me happy to see that. And uh, it was the experience. I mean, if you listen to the song that uh, she wrote about Taylor, it was about her kind of ghosting him and she was apologizing mm. for that and and so uh, it seems like he just has a good you know attitude about it and he expressed a lot of remorse about how he didn't stand up for her when that whole Kanye West incident happened he was on stage he was the one who pre- presented her was he really award. oh wow yeah and he and and in the video it's man the, the things that this girl does she's so smart in the video he um his kind of uh routine where he's fighting some people in there and they're the symbolism is it's kanye because that's what he wished he would have done when he was on stage 
when Kanye came and took the microphone from her. Oh, in that moment, though, too, in that whole thing, I think everyone was so uh, surprised when that moment went down. He walked up on stage and said, what, he should have gone to Beyonce is what he said? Yeah, I'll go back and watch the video to see that because that that whole thing, that whole moment, 2009 when they went down, was just kind of chaos. Yeah, there's just like a bazillion Easter eggs in there, (laughs) and I think it's pretty obvious uh, if you are a Swifty and you know, uh, 1989, Taylor's version will be the one that's coming up next. There were a lot of symbols that pointed to that. And then finally, this morning, Pineapple Pepsi is trending. Oh, dang, we're late. Shoot. Um, Pineapple Pepsi was out in 2020. They're bringing it back at Little Caesars. You can only get it at Little Caesars, and it's all because of that whole pineapple on pizza debate. So if you want to get that, that's going to be available soon. You can get it with pizza, or you can just buy a 16-ounce can of it, and that is what's trending. That's the latest from Matchbox 20. It's called Wild Dogs. It's 637. So if you know someone having a baby and they tell you the baby's name, the baby-to-be's name, and have you ever just kind of like thought, mm, that's an interesting name, but you, like, you don't say anything, right? You you keep your mouth shut because that's what they want to name their kid. You you don't get to voice your opinion in that, or do you? Ah, uh, I, 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 I normally would not. Depends on the level of friendship. It was like there's a close, close buddy, and it was some name that just I didn't. I don't know. It was different. I'm a question like, oh, where's that coming from? Oh, have you thought about this? Um, but overall, broad stroking this thing, who am I to tell someone what they should name their child? There's a there's a lady that's just being dragged online for what she wants to name her her daughter, and the name is a name that um, is kind of a combination of different names in the family that are important to her and uh she she asked for opinions on reddit and i don't think she's happy with the opinions that she got so she wrote i am thinking of calling my daughter quiftifer after my grandparents quinn florence and both pops are christopher i love the name but have gotten mixed feedback well people just went off they're like that are you kidding like that is that is a terrible name um it sounds like some someone wrote it sounds like someone's trying to say christopher while they have food in their mouth christopher 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 yeah q u i f t o p h e r christopher when i first saw it written i thought of something else that was not good oh this is what i'm thinking I, we can't say that word on the air no can we? we can't that's, yep, that's exactly thinking. what i thought and this is a girl yeah. she's gonna have a lifetime of torture with this name she asked for because she's asking for opinions i'm gonna say don't do it i didn't realize she's asking for opinions quiftifer sounds like something else so if you're let's say your sister's like we're having a baby we're gonna name the baby quiftifer do you say something? 100%. Oh, right there. Yeah, Jenny tells me that right away. And I go right to that word I can't say on the radio. I'm like, you're going to call your daughter, we're going to defer? Like, no. I'm, I, if it's my sister, 100%. I, I give her my, my opinion. But then I say, listen, if that's what you guys want to do, I'll support Christopher. What if it's just a coworker? That says, you know, there, there's a we're going to meet in the break room, uh, the break room for a little company baby shower for Susie, who's having a baby. Susie, thanks, everyone, for, for coming to the break room. And she's like, yes, we're going to name our baby Quiftifer. 
do you say then? I don't say anything to Susie, but as soon as we leave that, that little gathering, I go right to you, Mercedes. <laughs> you Susie is naming her daughter Quiftifer. Quiftifer. What do you think of this whole situation? Well, I um, I definitely have been on the side of someone saying something about the name and giving their unsolicited opinion. Now, she's asking, so she's got to be ready for whatever she gets. But I remember when um, I mentioned that we were going to name my daughter Brooklyn to one of my, my aunts, and she goes... Oh, no, you can't name your child Brooklyn. And I just remember thinking, like, what? She goes, no. I, I, and then she, I can't remember what the name was. There was another name she liked better that was, I think was on our short list. I don't remember what it was. She goes, I like whatever, you know, that name was better. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, we still we decided on Brooklyn instead. She goes, well, I'm not going to call her that. I'm going to call her blah, 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 the first name. And I got so angry. I'm like, oh, you're telling me that you're not going to call my child by their name because you like a different name better and you're going to call them a name that they're not even named. Like it was a huge thing. Like we got into a big fight about that. And then I don't know what happened. It's like she completely forgot about that conversation. And then she just started calling her. Brooklyn. She called her Brooklyn. It was so weird. I would be offended too. If I had an aunt that came down like that so to me, Brooklyn is a unique name, but it's not as far out as Christopher. And Brooklyn is a very beautiful name. I remember when you said the name, like that's that's awesome. It's it's you love New York City, Brooklyn. I think I think it was a perfect fit for for your daughter and she that name fits her personality. It does. It, it really does. And I don't know if it's the name that fits her personality or her personality fit the name. Like yeah. if it changed because of the name. But yeah, that uh, that was the one time I was on the other side of it and I didn't appreciate it. But if a family member is opening the door for a lifetime of teasing for their child, I may say something. Not like, oh no, you can't do that. And I'm like, ooh, do you worry about people maybe teasing her and calling her? this instead or whatever <laughs> so we're getting a ton of text here this one says uh i kid you not i went to school with a kid named ranch dressin <laughs> his last name was dressin first name ranch he once told me he wished his parents consulted him about his name <laughs> uh this one says i know a little girl named sexia s-e-x-i-a sexia yeah, it's tough as a child. It's gonna be tough. Yeah, it's yeah. maybe as an adult, and uh, yeah, you might be able to pull that off. But as a kid, that's gonna be real tough to pull off. And yeah. the um, idea on Quiftifer that you and I are having, a lot of people are also having the same idea. Oh, good. I'm glad we're on the <laughs> like, same page. Uh, yeah, I think I know what word you're talking about, and I I thought the same thing. Ooh, hot threes up next. What do you have for us? Okay, we are gonna talk about aliens, alien technology. Is there alien tech on Earth? One professor says he may have found parts of it. We'll tell you what he found. Also, why you should go to the bed at the same time as your partner every night. And we were just talking about ter uh, Harry Styles and how he's the latest celebrity to get hit by something while performing in concert. We're going to talk about some concert etiquette questions and, uh, and see what you guys think. Is throwing stuff on stage okay? All of that is coming up next in the Hot 3. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.
Destination. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It is Monday, so we have beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. Your chance to win a $1,600 diamond pendant from Michael E. Madden Diamond Jewelers. That's if you can identify a song faster than a Mercedes, and this takes place in about five minutes. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two, it's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Now, we've talked a lot about aliens on this show and do you believe in them? And I think the consensus on this show, at least, is that we definitely believe that there is life out there. Well, a Harvard professor says he may have found parts of alien technology from a meteor that landed on Earth back in 2014. His name is Avi Loeb, and his team brought the materials from where the meteor crashed off the coast of New Guinea to Harvard to analyze. U.S. Space Command confirms with near certainty that it comes from another solar system, and they gave um, Loeb a 10-kilometer radius of where it landed. Loeb says they found several um, spherules or metallic marbles, I guess, that have colors of gold and blue and brown, and some of them resemble a miniature of the Earth. Like these like marble things that look like mini Earths. Really? Yeah. And like I said, they... They confirmed, USS Space Command confirmed with near certainty that these are not of this world. So I just get excited about this stuff. I really do. I think it's so cool that we're finally starting to talk about this because I, it's been around for years and everyone's been afraid to talk about it. But we're finally starting to talk about it. There's like more proof. I just think it's incredibly cool. I'm right there with you, Mercedes. I, and I, I do believe there's there's so much more out there. We, we hardly prick the surface when it comes to our galaxy, the universe. If you go back, and it's an interesting read, and look at the whole uh, Roswell incident with the supposed UFO crash and the aliens that went to Area 51, and you look at the advances in technology that we had here in the States after that, it's like scientists discovered something new, right? That incident happened, and all of a sudden they discovered something, which they're saying they used some of the stuff maybe from that, that crash to invent the microwave and all these other different things that came out at, right after that crash in Roswell. Yeah, it's just if if you deny that they're is other life out there you've it's like you 
you're in denial. Like it's just, it, it, it can't be possible mm-hmm. that there's not. So I thought that was really cool. Also this morning, do you go to bed at the same time as your significant other? Well, maybe you should, because according to a new study, couples who get into bed around the same time are generally happier than couples who don't. And it doesn't matter whether, you know, there's anything going on in the bed or not. It just getting in the bed at the same time is what makes the happiness rise. People just like being in bed together, whether it's to watch shows or talk or read or even simultaneously scroll their own phones. At least they're together. The researchers found couples who go to sleep at different times reported less satisfaction in their relationships and felt less connected to their partners overall. With our schedules and everything, do you and Matt go to bed at the same time? We always get in bed at the same time. I saw I fall asleep faster than he does most of the time. But like last night we were watching something and then um, I kind of turned to my side and he goes, are you going to bed? And I was like, yeah, I'm tired. And he just turned off the TV and he's like, okay, good night. And I was really happy about that because sometimes he'll keep watching TV and I'm like, turn it off. We start falling asleep and having a dream with whatever is in the background, whatever show he's watching. Oh, I just like crash. What about you guys? Um, We always go up at the same time. Like, here's a great example. Last night, uh, Laura had a really long weekend and we watched a movie last night, finished it around 730. And she's like, I'm going to bed. And I had still more stuff to do. I really wasn't tired. So I went up with her and I got into bed with her and we talked and just we had a nice time. For about maybe 10 minutes or so, and then she started, she started to get real sleepy. She went to sleep, and I left the bedroom, shut the door, and that was it. Oh, you didn't go back? I didn't go back in, because with her sleep cycle, I went right to the guest bedroom last night. Slept like a baby last night. Oh, okay. Oh, I mean, but you guys do sleep separately. You always leave. Uh, yes. So it's not like a, a new thing. Or no, anything. no. So like normally, let's say last night, we both went up at 730, and I would have fallen asleep with her. If I would wake up at 9.30, 10 o'clock, 11, whatever, to use the bathroom the first time, I would shut the door behind me and transfer to the guest bedroom. Last night, with her going to bed at 7.30, me leaving the bedroom around 7.45, I didn't go up to like 9 o'clock or so. So I didn't want to go in there and wake her up with me getting into bed. So I went right to the guest bedroom. No, there you go. It's efficiency. That's all it is. Yeah, it works for us. Um, finally, this morning, throwing stuff at artists on stage has always been... It's been a big issue recently. We're just talking about Harry Styles. He was the latest victim. And there's a new poll asking about concert etiquette. And people are people are still voting on it. But last we checked, one in five people think throwing stuff on stage is fine. One in five. Most of them are thinking stuff like bras, not phones or hard objects that are going to hurt you. Um, some other concert etiquette questions, though, that they ask people. Is it okay to shout something funny at the artist? What do you think? Yes or no? Uh, I think you're allowed to shout stuff during a concert. Sure. I say yes. Only 23% of people said yes on that. Um, this one asks, is it okay to touch the performer's hand? Like, like if they're reaching out to high five people, I think that that's fine. But maybe if they're singing and you're like trying to grab them, that would be a no for me. Yeah, I agree with that one. Yeah. 58% say no. Um, Is it okay to bring a huge poster you made and hold it up? No. 32% of people say yes. 68% said no because you're going to block people's view. Or if you do bring it, I understand if you have it and the artist looks your way, you pop it up for a second and put it back down. But no, I've been at so many wrestling events. That's a big thing at wrestling events where people bring signs and people just hold it up the entire time. Like you're blocking everyone behind you. It's the rudest thing. Yeah, that's I think it's so rude, too. And then uh, finally, is it if it's an in-demand tour like Taylor Swift's, is it okay to go multiple to multiple concerts on different days? Like she's here for two nights is I and and I'm one of those people that went both nights. I didn't realize I was going both nights. It was a last minute thing. But 
Is it okay to go multiple nights? Yeah, 100%. 31% of people say no, that you should give someone else a chance to go. Oh, those people are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Mercedes, you, someone offers you those tickets. You, what, you, you bought the tickets for night one, and uh, you worked hard to get them. And someone says, Mercedes, I have tickets for you for night two. Like, no. Let someone else. No, you take those tickets and you go. Well, the reason I got them was because no one else wanted them. So I was like, well, then I'll take them. Heck yeah, so, you yeah, go. Why not? Oh, my God. Gosh, okay, it is Monday, so it's time for Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. Here's your chance to win a $1,600 diamond pendant from Michael E. Mended Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. It's, uh, it, it, I think it is definitely something that can be accomplished. It hasn't happened for the past, you know, 16 times we played it, yes, of course, but this could be the week. So if you think you can guess a song faster than I can, just be color 20 right now, and uh, you'll get that chance. We always like to do a little practice round where I go up against Steph so you know how it works. Steph, are you ready this morning? I think so. Okay, I'm going to, I have to close my door because it's propped open. Oh, I don't and want JC, to hear anything. your door too. I just closed my yeah. door. You did? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Door okay. Closed, so. Let me know when you guys are ready for me. Okay, we're ready. So Mercedes turns off her microphone. Hey, Steph, how are you? Hi. There's a lot going on behind the scenes with the uh, the good old air conditioning. Good old AC. But um, <laughs> I'm okay. It's a Monday for sure. Okay, I'm going to play the song for you. Soon as you know it, shout out, got it, got it. You got to scream really loud so I can hear you. Yes, okay. Soon as you say got it, I stop the clock. Okay. And then you got five seconds to give me artist and title. Okay. And if you give them 20 seconds, things stop automatically. Which has done many times <laughs> with Are my you... practice runs. Are you ready? And let's do it. Song starts now. Artist, but not title. Well, you might as well stop it and give uh, it a shot. Yeah, let's just say got it, even though I don't. Okay, stop okay. it. 16.8 seconds. So I know that it's Goo Goo Dolls. Yes. I'm just going to guess saying slide, even though I know it's not slide. It's not slide. What is it? Black Balloon. Ah, yes. Okay. Black Balloon. Yeah, she's going to get in. 16.8 seconds. Let's move it along and bring in Mercedes okay. over here. All, All right. right. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, what's that? <laughs> we can't sell it. It, it, was a t- it was a tough one, Steph. <laughs> oh, it's a Monday. Oh, boy. Okay, now I'm scared. I'm probably not going to get it either. No, no, no. Okay, Mercedes, as soon as you know it, shout out. Got it, okay? Okay. Let me reset the clock, and you start now. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, my gosh. Stop. Stop. It's Goo Goo Dolls. Whoa. Is it Black Balloon? Yeah. Yes! Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, God. I feel a little better about myself because you were struggling like I was. That was a hard one. Did you get it? Yeah, no. no. I just got artist Goo Goo Dolls. And she stopped it at 16.8 oh, seconds. Because I almost said Pearl Jam because it kind of sounds like Pearl Jam. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, that kind of shows you where I'm at this morning, guys. <laughs> uh, maybe this is your chance to win a $1,600 diamond pendant courtesy of Michael E. Minted Diamond Jewelers. That should have been the actual I know. one that you, you used. You Dang. got it, though. 11.8 seconds. Steph went 16.8. So call her 20. Yeah, you're going up against Mercedes. 702-364-9400. It is time. To win with Beat Mercedes. Can you guess a song faster than I can? It is Minden Mondays, and we have our contestant on the line ready to go. Krista, good morning. 
Good morning. Uh, we have this beautiful $1,600 diamond pendant up for grabs from Michael Eman and Diamond Jewelers this morning. How are you with music? Are you pretty good? Are you pretty quick? Um, no. No. <laughs> well, no, I was excited. I was not quick this morning either. So I think that bodes very well for you. I'm going to head out of the studio and give you a shot here. JC's got the song all ready for you. So good luck to you, and I'll see you in a few, okay? Okay. All right, Mercedes is taking off her headphones. I'll turn off her microphone. Let me kill that music and bring in Steph. Krista, how was your weekend? Wonderful. It was my son's birthday. Oh, awesome. How old is your son? 13. And his name? Brendan. Happy birthday, Brendan. Oh, you can win, win something big for your son this morning. <laughs> okay, so here, here's how it works. I'm, I'm going to start a song. As soon as you know it, just shout out, got it, got it, got it, really loud. We immediately stop the clock. When we stop the clock, you got five seconds to give us artist and title. The song goes a max of 20 seconds. If you don't get it after 20 seconds, we stop it automatically, and you have to give us something, Okay. Okay. Okay, I just want to make sure you can hear everything and the phone system works. So this is not the song. This is just a music bed. Let me know you can hear the music I'm playing down the phone line right now. Okay. Can you hear that? Yes. Okay, so the next sound you hear will be the actual song. Steph, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. I forget which song we picked. I know the three we talked about, but I forget which one. As soon as it plays, I'll know it. You do? <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll know You don't it. want me to text you or anything? No, no, no. Okay. I, know this, I know it's out of the three we picked. Okay. Okay. Uh, are you ready, Krista? Yeah. Okay, the song starts now. Got it. All right, stopped it at 9.3 seconds. Got it. Go ahead. What do you got? Glory Days. Yes, bye. Bruce Springsteen. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's solid. That's solid. 9.3 seconds. All right, I'm going to put you on hold. That's real solid. Hold one second. Let's go get Mercedes. And uh, let's see how Mercedes does here. Turn on her microphone. She comes back in the studio. And we're live, too, on our 7 a.m. social club. So you can watch it on YouTube and Facebook and see how we play the game. See behind-the-scenes action of the game. See what goes okay. down. And she is back. All right. Hello. Hi, Mercedes. Hello. All right. Are you ready? I am ready. Let me reset on the clock here. And as soon as you know it, shout out, got it, okay? Okay. Your song starts now. Got it. Glory Days by Bruce Springsteen. Okay, Glory Days, Bruce Springsteen is correct. Why Steph's, I'm looking at Steph's face right now. <laughs> I'm going to take myself off the seven <laughs> Steph's face looks very, like, I don't know. I can't even explain. I've never seen that look on her face before. Well, Mercedes, you got it right. Okay. And Krista already got it right. Now, you did it in 1.6 seconds. Yes. Krista, whose son had a birthday this weekend, did it in... 9.3 seconds. Mercedes, Aww. once again, you are the champ. Why does that make me sad that I won? <laughs> oh, man. And it was her son's birthday. It just ruined everything. What the <laughs> heck? Oh, I'm sorry, Krista. Thank you. That, well, congratulations on getting the song because a lot of people play and they don't even get the song. Mm -hmm. So you're a step ahead of everyone. And that means that diamond pendant just got bigger. $1,700. When we play Beat Mercedes next Monday. Oh, man. It's fun just playing along. And I feel sad, too. But just playing along, it's a lot of fun. Between you and Steph and then you and uh, whoever the listeners every Monday, it's a lot of fun. The winning continues, though, this morning. Next up, next hour, 825. Tickets for you to go see Nickelback. 
It's the Daily Dirt. Turn it up. With Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. Here's some good news. Jamie Foxx and Madonna have both been spotted in public for the first time since their respective health emergencies. Jamie was seen Sunday. He was on a yacht on the Chicago River. Yeah, people were passing by, took video, and he, he waved, looked to be in good health. Uh, Jamie's health scare, by the way, that was first, first reported back in early April. We're now just seeing him out public in the first time here in July. As for Madonna, she had that whole health incident about two weeks ago, postponed her tour. Stories last week that she's bedridden, getting sick all the time. She was spotted walking with in, in New York City on Sunday as well. I'm glad to hear it. That was some scary stuff. I mean, they said Madonna basically died and they had to revive her. And then who knows what was going on with Jamie Foxx. So that's some really good news this morning. Now, this is uh, from Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend. And there's always two sides to every story. But she, her name is Sarah Brady. And she shared some of his texts where he's telling her what she can and can't do if she's going to be his girlfriend. She says he's a misogynistic, a narcissist, and he's emotionally abusive. Now, in the text, Jonah is basically setting the boundaries that Sarah needs to respect if she wants to remain his girlfriend. They include surfing with or having inappropriate friendships with men, posting sexual pictures of herself, and having friendships with women who are, quote, in unstable places and from your wild recent past. Now, Sarah also reposted a photo that Jonah allegedly made her take down when they were dating back in 2021. She's wearing a low-cut top. It's it's nothing like out of the ordinary. She looks very nice in the photo, but apparently uh, there was too sexy for him if her side of the story is true. Has anyone been in a relationship with, with someone like that where they dictate what you can and can't do, you, who you can be friends with, who you can't be friends with? That's... That is so infuriating where they try, they treat you like a child, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hope that that's not true. But if it is, I'm glad he's an ex now for her sake. Yeah, good for her for, for moving on then. So Sunday is the WNBA All-Star Game. It's here in town, 530 Michelob Ultra Arena. We have Team Asia Wilson taking on Team Brianna Stort. So Coach Becky Hammond will be with Asia helping coach the team. Uh, Asia's other teammates include Chelsea Gray, Jackie Young, and Kelsey Plum, who scored 40 points in their victory on Sunday against Minnesota. That's exciting. Uh, I saw they did have another loss a couple days ago, but they've only had two losses so far this season, which is insane. Yeah, they're 17-2 and on the season. So that game is Sunday. And then tonight we have the Home Run Derby, 8 o'clock on ESPN. I know you're going to be watching that. A lot of Yankees in the, uh, in the All-Star game. Um, oh, I, I don't know if there's any in the home run derby, but yeah, I'm I'm assuming. I don't honestly, I don't know. I have not kept, kept up with that. Now, uh, two of the biggest movies of the year are opening on July 21st. We're talking about Barbie and Oppenheimer. Barbie's about Barbie, and then Oppenheimer is about the invention of the atomic bomb. They're calling some people are calling the open weekend Barbieheimer or Open Barbie. Um, and then they're asking, who's going to win the box office that weekend? Well, history has proven there's still a chance that two movies can open on the same weekend and both be a huge success. You go back to 1980, you had The Empire Strike Back and The Shining open on the same weekend. In 84, you had Ghostbusters and Gremlins. Uh, 89, you had Batman and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And then in 2008, you had The Dark Knight and Mamma Mia. I think Barbie's going to edge out Oppenheimer, but I don't think it's going to be by a lot. I think it's going to be really, really close on that one. Yeah, I like your prediction. I think yeah, I think Barbie takes it, but uh, Oppenheimer will still have a strong weekend. So not this weekend, but the following weekend for those two movies. Coming up next hour, we do have your tickets to go see Nickelback right around 825. 
Taylor Swift shocked fans at her Eras tour over the weekend in Kansas City by bringing out three surprise guests. People went crazy, and she debuted a brand new music video. We're going to talk about that coming up in the nine o'clock hour with what's trending. We're on the seven a.m. social right now, and if you don't know what that is, we live stream the show. We're on and off the air discussing, you know, stuff that happened over the weekend. We're talking about uh, how the air conditioning is out. Can you hear my? You fan? can hear it. Yeah, you I, hear I couldn't it. hear it in the social club, but uh, you can hear it on the air. I got one it's of those. It's not that neck, bad. It's just white noise. I got a neck fan um, from the Summerlin Patriotic uh, Parade, and uh, it was here in the studio, and it's perfect because the air conditioning went out, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to put this neck fan on, but if it's making no, noise, where it's just it it's just white noise, but I just, it's just funny because the social club, when you put it on, we couldn't hear it, Yeah, and then but, but seriously, put it on, it's just white noise. I'll put it, it on cool. when we're off the air. Yeah, I don't want to distract from anyone, but yeah, we were talking about that, and then, Steph, something happened to your husband uh, like over a week ago, and I was asking for a recap on that. And if you don't know, uh, Steph's husband was involved in that. Well, you both were kind of involved in an accident that happened in your apartment. Really quickly recap what happened. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, we were microwaving food, and our microwave is attached, kind of in, installed in a cabinet. And that cabinet is mounted on our apartment complex wall. Well, while the food is microwaving, all of a sudden, the cabinet comes unhinged off the wall, and I see it slow motion, it falls, but luckily my husband caught it, but in the process of catching the cabinet falling off of the wall, something slit open his chin, he got a huge chin abrasion, had to go to the emergency room, and we were dealing with all of this stuff on the side with the apartment complex, and with legal consultation. So you went and you got uh, some legal advice, and I was thinking, man, this could be... This could be a serious situation. I mean, ER, all of that. Um, What what happened with that? So to kind of brief it, basically, the legal advice that they gave me was saying, hey, because James wasn't really hurt majorly, it was a minor injury. The only thing I see coming out of this is what the medical bills expenses would be. So like, let's say the medical bills was five thousand dollars. That's really all you're going to get out of this uh, if you take this and sue the complex or if you sue uh, the builders or however that may be. And that's kind of where we ended things. We're like, okay, well, do we go through that or do we just talk to the complex and say, hey, if we don't get legal involved, what can you do for us? They came back Friday, 5 p.m. We're raising, you know, you know what? And they said, we haven't got any answers. We need something from you guys to negotiate and move forward with this process. They said, okay, if you don't get legal involved, we'll move you to a two-bedroom, two-bathroom upstairs this weekend. We're like, all right. No rent increase? Rent, no rent increase. Same rate for a one-bedroom. And we're still in negotiation process. We haven't signed anything yet to hopefully get some back rent so maybe a couple months off of rent well is this in writing not yet that's why some well yes it's in writing the move-in part the moving expenses is covered the uh what else is covered uh the same rate is in writing now the what is not in writing yet is the back rent so we're negotiating that today but we moved in this past weekend 
two bedroom, two bath upstairs. Wow. And it's crazy because I was just complaining how I would come home and James is working from home and I couldn't even like watch TV. Now he has his own office space and now I don't hear the neighbors upstairs stomping. It is, I think, honestly, all of all this happening with the cabinet falling off and all the trauma we experience is a blessing in disguise. You know who else is saying this? Are your neighbors, your old neighbors, because weren't you always getting complaints about playing your music too loud? Yes! Oh, they're so happy. <laughs> they're so happy. Like, they, they, snuck in, they snuck into your house and uh, unscrewed the, <laughs> the cabinets. It was their master plan. <laughs> so they were all on you. They're like, yes, the loud neighbors are gone from below us. I was just saying the same exact thing to James. I was like, our neighbors are so happy we moved out. No more barking from that damn Shih Tzu Momo. Oh, my God. I think, I well, really think that. You gotta, like, put a pause between damn. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Where's the I delay button? Was like, My dog, the breed, he's a shih tzu. Um, and yeah, I think Momo has his own room. Yes, he does have a little dog bed in that little second bedroom. Is it carpeted or is it like hardwood floor up there? There is carpet in the rooms, but there is hardwood in the kitchen and the living room. Do you oh. hear Momo? Tap dancing time. <laughs> <laughs> downstairs neighbor hates you. <laughs> no, I feel bad for our downstairs neighbors. I think when I finally meet them, I'll be nice and just say, hey, you know, we apologize for anything. If there's anything that we can do, maybe we'll invite them over for dinner. Yeah, like establish early on a secret code. If you guys are being loud, establish a code or a text. Like they could just text you um, a certain emoji so you know like, oh, we're being really loud or something like that. If you do that from the beginning, it could become like an ongoing joke or something. Oh, do a little Morse code. Yeah. They, they're tapping on the ceiling. You're tapping on the like floor. maybe the shoe emoji. Like the high heel. <laughs> the high heel. You're you're clanking too much yeah. up here. Yeah. I like it. Well, I'm happy that something bad turned out to be something good for you. Like that... I was really, I think we all were really concerned about James and just what you guys were going to do. Did you check the cabinets this time? Oh, I made sure. I said before Hanging we off move, of them. Shaking them. Oh, yeah, we hang Momo from one of them. And, oh, we're good. We're in the clear. Well, you did cryptic the uh, with the incident with James, by the way. You, we always talk about that person who just posts a picture of someone in the hospital not really saying much. That was Steph's story. You punch it through Steph's story. You know, it's Momo, it's Steph, like doing stuff. All of a sudden, it's like James in the hospital. Like, oh, and the next one, like, wait, what happened? No explanation. No explanation. Like, it's very uh, cryptic, Steph. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, I hope I got you guys some answers now. <laughs> Hot three is up next. What do you got for us? Let's talk about this new TikTok trend. It has ended in death for four people in the last six months. We're going to tell you what it is. Also, what are the most common social media sins that we are committing online? And uh, ChatGPT, you can basically use it for anything. And now... One couple used it to officiate its wedding. How and what did it sound like? We'll tell you coming up next in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. This is just getting out of hand. A TikTok can be a scary place. I, I admit I have seen some cool things. I've learned some cool tricks, found some really cool products. But then you have the trends that are so ridiculous. And yet another TikTok trend is making news. But for a deadly reason, authorities in Alabama say that at least four people have died in the last six months trying to take part in the boat jumping trend where you get a boat going at a high rate of speed and then you jump off 
off the boat feet first. The first victim to die was in February when a father decided to try the challenge and he died while his wife and children watched. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, she recorded his death no. like, on video. Oh, it's it's awful. And it's, more people are doing it. And it's just, I don't know. I I get the likes and the, the, you know, the views, but is it worth this? This is just stupid. And there's nothing about it that screams, oh, this is going to be perfectly safe. There's not one single thing. You know, some of the other, some of the other trends are, you know, oh, um, have you seen the fake proposal trend that's going on right now? No, I'm, I'm still stuck on the grimace one. What's the fake proposal uh, okay. one? Where men are uh, going in, uh, pretending to propose to their girlfriends but they're not they're like go down on one knee and the girl's like oh and then it's like oh what I was, I was tying my shoe or something and that th- like that's harmless it's funny this is not there's nothing harmless about that whatsoever you do that in a boat it's it's you're not hitting like water like jumping off a boat it's like hitting concrete it's like you're hitting concrete that just sounds awful to do and the fact that that woman was filming it obviously for tiktok or something and it ends in that way you said there's total three deaths from this four deaths yeah um, if maybe for going like 15 miles per hour maybe 20 I say not at all. <laughs> I say not even off still boat. <laughs> just, 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 just don't, 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 do don't jump in any lakes. Don't jump in any rivers. Um, speaking of social media, have you ever gotten into a fight with a celebrity online? One in five Americans claim that they have. There's this new poll out, and it was asking about the biggest social media sins that we commit. And there's there's a bunch of them. We'll see if you've done any of these. But um, as far as getting into a fight with a celebrity online, have you done that at no, all? No, with a celebrity? Uh-uh. I, I, I have not either. I have had celebrity interaction, which is always exciting, but I've never gotten into any sort of a mean argument or at least that I know of have been blocked by any celebrity uh, before. Yeah, I've uh, same thing. Every once in a while, I saw a comment from a celebrity or I pay a compliment to them and they respond, thank you or something. But I couldn't imagine like going at it with a celebrity. That'd be pretty intense. What about arguing with random people? I, I'm a I'm a minimalist when it comes to social media interactions like that. I don't if if I disagree with something, I just slide past it. Don't like it. I don't engage. Do you? Um, I don't. You, I've never gotten into a, an argument with a random person, but um, I will defend myself if they say something inaccurate. Um, I will say no, that's not true. But I don't engage in a fight and name calling and stuff like that. It's just okay block or, or mute or whatever. I'm I'm done here. There was someone that I was in a uh, picture with um, a reality TV star here in town and I was in a picture with him and he had posted it and I was looking at all the comments. We got a lot of comments. He was a big reality star. And someone made a comment about my teeth. Something, I forget what it was. Just, just saying something about my teeth and angered me. And I didn't respond to the person but I did track the person down. It turns out the guy lived in Las Vegas and he was at Vital Las Vegas once. Like I really went deep on the guy. Whoa! So- yeah, that's I went a deep. lot I know. of information to get on someone you said you just did it. I, I, I blew it off, but I did an entire background check, and he likes cornflakes. And he took... what did he say that? Oh, uh, I gotta find it was something about something about my teeth being big, big old teeth or something or oh, white something about my jealous. teeth something negative. And I'm like, oh dang, it just stung. It really stung. So I'm like, who's this guy? I'm like Las Vegas. And then I started scrolling through. I'm like, dude, you're at Bite of Las Vegas. Like you listen to the radio station. That hurts, man. He he obviously. I mean, you're smiling if your teeth are showing. Thank you. That means you're happy. 
he obviously does not know that feeling. Well, so. I drove by his house, too. And oh it looked, he looked gosh. really miserable outside. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, finally, this morning, there's. Um, it seems like every other day, ChatGPT steals someone's job. And now the newest job is wedding officiant. Late last month, a couple in Colorado had, chat, had ChatGPT marry them. Now, other couples have used it to help write their vows before. But as far as we can tell, this is the first time it's ever been tapped to officiate a wedding. And in most states, you couldn't do this. But in Colorado, you don't need to have a wedding officiant as long as both people agree to it. So Reese Winch and Dayton Truitt planned their wedding in just five days. Dayton is in the Army and was about to deploy, and Reese wanted to go with him. So um, her dad came up with the idea to use ChatGPT and said it would be cheaper and easier than finding an officiant. So they got online and asked if it could step in. At first, it said no. It told them, I don't have eyes. I don't have a body. I can't officiate your wedding. But they eventually convinced it that it could work. So they hooked it up to a speaker and put it between them where a real officiant would normally be. They put a robot head with a face on top to give it some personality. And they didn't know exactly what it would say until the ceremony. Well, their families fed it info about them and it used some of it. Um, like at one point it thanked guests for traveling from as far away as Kansas. They also had it write up a statement they sent to their 30 guests beforehand where it promised to eloquently express the significance of this historic moment. Um, we have some audio from the ceremony with ChatGPT um, performing the ceremony. Here's what it sounded like. Thank you all for joining us today to celebrate the extraordinary love and unity of Reese Allison Winch and Dayton Truitt. And on this remarkable day, we also embrace an extraordinary moment of innovation and progress as we have the privilege of being part of the first AI-officiated wedding in the history of humanity. Today, we eagerly look upon this ceremony not only as a celebration of your love, but also as a symbol of unity between humanity and artificial intelligence. I love that. Is I that think, cool? I think this is brilliant because my the person that did our wedding just he went on forever. Man, wrap it up! This was fantastic. And you you could tell them beforehand, you know, keep it under five minutes. Make sure it doesn't go on too long. You can put all the information in. Um, but I I don't know. I think AI it's going to start it's going to start getting a mind of its own. It's going to start turning on us, and I could see that turning into a big disaster, especially with wedding vows. And also, Aunt Deborah, um, Reese hates you, and <laughs> yeah, I could see something bad happening. And the fact that they convinced it too, because I've done that. I asked ChatGPT something that says no, I can't, but then they wrote something else, and ChatGPT changes his mind. Like, okay, now I'll do this for you. That's the, kind of crazy. The peer pressure that ChatGPT it doesn't take a lot. <laughs> Tickets for you to see Nickelback coming up at H. This weekend, I rewatched The Bear. It was so good. I had to go back and rewatch season two of The Bear. I just, has anyone else seen that show? I just, I am infatuated with that show. Yeah, it's cast so well. Season one was fantastic. Wasn't sure how season two would compare to it. And in my opinion, season two exceeded season one. Left me hanging, uh, wanting so much more for season three to come out. I'm right there with Mercedes. I, I loved it. We were all in. I think we finished it within a couple of days. That, that thing came out, and within one week, that thing was done in our house. Yeah, my daughter, she was, I told her you had to watch it, and so I kind of just jumped in and started watching it with her. And it was really cool because um, there, in the if you've never seen it, it's about a, a restaurant, and um, it, the characters are just s such amazing characters. The acting is 
impeccable. Um, and one thing that they talk about um, is just like the secret language that they have at restaurants. And there's a couple of things that they do um, to indicate other meanings like uh if there's uh i don't want to give things away but they do a thing where they rub their they put their hand in a fist and they rub their heart with it and that means something and 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 watch it you'll know what i'm talking about so on saturday night we went out to dinner and we went to this restaurant that our friend runs and we were talking to him and i asked him i'm like have you watched the bear yet he's like oh i've seen the first season but i haven't seen the second one i'm like you have to watch it because they there's so many things that happen in this one restaurant that remind me of this restaurant and he's like he he says like what and so i was telling him about some of the meetings they have before um they open the doors and then i mentioned the secret language and I said, do you guys have your own secret language with like hand signals that mean certain things? And he goes, oh, yes. He goes, um, uh, and the server was standing right next to him. And she goes, this means I need to talk to someone in management. Like there's an issue. I need to pull you aside. So I, they don't want you to like take them away from what they're doing. So if they walk up to you, it's almost like you're putting your hand on your heart for the Pledge of Allegiance. You put your hand on your heart flat and you just kind of tap your chest. That means I need to talk to you oh, as okay. soon as possible. Yeah. So that's one of their secret language things. And then the other one, this was so funny because Matt thought he was going to be all sly and use it. Um, the, the chef goes, if you want to order something um, healthier, the healthier version order it SOS. So Matt was ordering uh, fish and he's like, I'd like the, the soul S and he was going to say SOS. And he goes, I'd like the fish SOL. And she looks at him <laughs> and he's like, what? And he goes, SOL. I go, it's SOS. <laughs> and he goes, Oh, and she's like, S out of luck? What? And, and, and the SOS stands for sauce on side. Got okay. So yeah. I thought it was kind of cool that they had a little secret language there. Where do you work and, and do you have a secret language? And we share that language with us. And um, so when I worked at the rental car place, that we had there were two. The one was um, if you called someone a D. So Mercedes were, were at the counter or waiting, and someone gets off the shuttle bus, they can walk in. And I look to you and I go, Oh my gosh, this guy's a big old D. That means that person has read in front of us before, and I know they're going to decline all the insurance because we, we decline at the letter D, 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 D. So that was always someone like, uh, you, you ran a car, the person's like, how was it? I'm like, ah, oh, he was a D. And so that was code to someone like, this person's not going to buy the insurance. You're not going to make any money off the person. That was one of our codes. It literally sounds like you're calling him like the D word I know. or a, a DB. I, I, it, it's sad because they probably heard that and they're like, <laughs> what? I'm really a nice person. And, and little did they know, it was just that they're not taking the coverage. They're, wow. They're a big old D. That's they're, so sad. They're declining. Hopefully they didn't hear that. I'm like, hey, Mercedes. That guy's a big old D. I'm like, wait a second. I just arrived in town. And the other one was if you'd ever hear at at least this is for value rent a car. If you'd hear manager page for manager override, I'd be renting you the car, Mercedes, and you're renting the car for a month, and I get to the insurance part and you're not taking the insurance. And I know a 30-day contract with no insurance is just gonna is gonna kill my commission. I would make a comment to you like, oh, I'm having a problem pulling up your car. Hold on one second. I need to manage your override. So I would then page the manager. You know, Don to the front desk. I need to manage your override. He would come in and then log in under, hers account, under his account because they weren't paid commission. So that 28-day bad rental, bad commission would go under his account and not my account. Oh, okay. Well, that's really nice of them to do that. You kind of take the fall for you so you don't get affected by it. Yeah, they can only do a certain amount, too, because then the higher-ups are like, why? Because they'd ask, why is Don, the manager, renting 10 cars a night? 
when the other staff members are. So he had to be very low-key when he did that, but they'd help you out so you, you wouldn't uh, get a ding on your commission. Yeah, I, I think every workplace has their own secret language, or maybe it's not a secret. It's just like your your vernacular that you use or your certain words that most people don't know what they mean. And it's just cool to learn about some of those little phrases. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, Nickelback is going to be here on Saturday. We've got your tickets coming up at 825. And when you win them, you're going to qualify for the grand prize, which is meet and greet passes. And then $150 worth of Nickelback merchandise. That's coming up next. Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to? One that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids? Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. There was something, that's Luke Holmes, by the way, Fast Car, uh, number two song in the country. Will it move up to number one? We'll find out uh, tomorrow when the Billboard charts come out. Uh, Mercedes, something super interesting uh, happened uh, with Laura and I on Saturday. I want to get your thoughts on this. Saturday was, was a very super emotional day for my wife. It's the anniversary of the passing of her father is coming up, and, and Saturday was just, it was just a hard day for her. And that was the actual day, or it was, it's coming it, up? It's now. coming up, uh, gosh, it's this month, it's the end of this month, and it was just something, every, and it's, it's so interesting, every time July hits as she gets closer and closer to the date of the anniversary of his passing her emotions get more heightened and heightened and then with the actual anniversary itself it's a really hard day for her and saturday was just one of those days here we are in july she's thinking about it and we spent saturday afternoon looking at old photos of her father and we were supposed to go out to dinner on saturday night i planned this like date night it was gonna be a surprise where we we're going and, and she turned to me she said can we reschedule this date night i'm just not in the emotional state to go out and, and have a nice dinner i'm like no problem move it to next weekend and I said to her, I'm like, do you, you want to get out of the house and maybe go out and see the horses, head out to the ranch? She's like, yeah, that sounds like a nice idea. So Saturday night, about 5 o'clock, we're heading to the ranch to see the horses. We're out there all the time. This is the north part of Las Vegas. And we get off on the 215, heading, um, I guess, north on Jones. And here's the thing. Laura's father was into sailboats. At one point, he owned a small little sailboat. And those were some of the photos that we were looking at. Him on his sailboat. Her favorite photo is of her father and her brother on the sailboat. This is actually framed in her office. And we're driving on Jones, and, I, and I've there all the time. I've never seen this before. I kid you not, a truck drives by us, a pickup truck, towing a sailboat. And that was like your sign. That was like a sign. Like we we see we see that. I'm like, if you're ever looking for a sign that you know things are maybe okay where your father is, or just things are okay, and to exhale. To me and to her, that that was a huge sign. We're in that area. I'm not saying that you know we should see that sailboat every time we drive out there, but we've never seen this person like hauling their sailboats wherever they were going. It was just such a an odd thing to see, and so close to her barn too. Just like heading towards the two fifteen, there's a truck hauling a sailboat. I know a lot of people say that you know when when you're looking for th that the signs are always there, but you only notice them when you need them, and that may be true. But I do believe that certain things pop up for. A reason as you know sending a, a message to you and and either way you look at it whether it's coincidence or not it, if it gave her some comfort and made her feel better then that is all that matters but 
I don't think that was an accident that all of a sudden you guys, after talking about her dad on sailboat, saw a sailboat. That just, you don't drive around and see sailboats every day here in Las Vegas. That's the thing, too. They all just see someone with a sailboat in town. And that and the fact, too, that our original plans were that night to go out to dinner down on the strip and everything. And just because the emotions that were taking place, it was, let's cancel them. Let's just go out to the ranch, see the horses, and because we canceled the plans, our whole evening shifted to be in that same spot where the person was bringing their sailboat right by her. There's, I think a lot of people have that. There's that one thing that they associate with someone that they love, that they have lost, and then when they see it, it's like that person saying hi. And even if it's just a coping mechanism and there's nothing to it other than coincidence, I mean, I, I know I do it um, and I know a lot of people who, who do it. So I think that's great. Now, whenever we see a sailboat, we'll think of her dad. It, it won't just be her. It'll be us. And that's a, another way to keep his memory uh, alive. I love that. I, I love that thought process. Absolutely. Have you ever had something like that with, with a sign from someone that you've, that you've lost in the past and you're just thinking about the person all of a sudden, boom, there's this thing? Well, it's it's... I talked about it a lot and it's a hummingbird that's like in my mind that is my dad coming to say what's up you know and uh, we go on walks at night and when we see one matt will even point it out he's like there's your dad and i look and i'm like hi and and then like it's got to the point now that i'm like hey what's up and then we just you know keep walking Uh but it's a hummingbird for me whenever i see a hummingbird i feel like it's my dad and sometimes like the other night there was like three of them and uh, I go, oh, it's my dad with my grandma and my grandpa. Wow. They all three came out to say hi to us today. And which I, you know, I, I it just makes me feel better. And some people are probably like, oh, please, you know, but it, that is the sign for me with my aunt. Her sign that my grandma is coming to say hi to her is the the color. Like it's like a turquoise blue. It's. It's just this very specific color that my grandma used to love. And it was so weird because she was going on a walk one, like shortly after she passed away. And she sees something blue in this pile of rocks. And she's like, what the heck? So she goes to it and it's like this blue gemstone. It's not worth anything. It's like a, it was like a plasticky thing that someone uses for arts and crafts or something. Mm -hmm. But it was just so random that it was sitting in this pile of rocks. And that is the exact color that makes her think of her mom. So yeah. Does anyone else have a sign or something that you think that you see and you think, okay, that's so-and-so coming to say hi to me. It, It happens to me all the time. And I've never seen, I've seen a hummingbird before. I've never seen three hummingbirds at the same time. Yeah. That's like an ultimate sign right there. That was cool. They were all like hanging out together and I was like, hey, what's going on, guys? Your dad's like having a party right now. I was like, I'm glad you guys found each other. (laughs) Hey, there's tickets for you to see Nickelback. We have them for you right after Post Malone. It's Mix 94.1. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. All right, let's get our contestant. Sam, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's make you a winner. We've got these tickets for you to go check out Nickelback. Pick a category this morning. Do you want to go with Old McDonald, On the Runway, Blueberries, Swimming Pool, or Etch-A-Sketch? Let's go with Old McDonald. Old McDonald it is. Okay, Barn Day was yesterday. These are all different farm animals, okay? Okay. Okay, now who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Uh, we'll go with Mercedes. Okay. All right, Sam, here we go. 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct, and you win, and you start now. All right. This one says oink, oink. 
A pig. Yes, this one goes. Ah! <laughs> um, yeah, uh, let's pass. Uh, let's pass that. Um, th- there's a ba ba black sheep. Yes. Um, this one says bark bark bark. Chicken. Yes. This is quack quack. A duck. Yes. This one says nee. Horse. Yes. Um, I'm gonna pass that one. Um, this laid this laid the golden egg. I think. Uh, a hen. Oh, you know what? Pass. Um, this has big floppy ears and a cute little tail. Um. Uh, the pass. the Easter one is one of them. A bunny. Uh, a big bunny. Rabbit. Yes. yes. <laughs> I wasn't letting you give up on that. I knew we were going to get it. Nice job, Sam. Congratulations. Woo, thank you. Oh, Sam, we're so excited for you. You got tickets to go see Nickelback. This show is Saturday night. So you're all set with those tickets. T-Mobile Arena. And you're also qualified for that grand prize, which is meet and greet passes. And also that $150 in Nickelback merchandise. We've got your tickets again tomorrow morning, 825. When you win, heads up. It's a Mix 94.1. This is going to totally date me, but do you remember that um, broke up by post-it episode of Sex in the City? From way long ago. Oh, yeah. Was it? Yeah. Was it, was it break up by post-it? Like they gave a post-it and said they were breaking up and that was the whole thing? Yeah. And it was on the fridge or something. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Kind of. Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever been broken up? Like not just in the worst way, but the timing couldn't have been worse. I was talking to my sister over the weekend and one of our family friends that lives in Colorado, they recently were served with divorce papers and that was that she knew it was coming. I mean, they had decided they were going to get a divorce, but she was actually served with the papers and she was served with them on her birthday last week. Oh, that's just cruel. On that, that's cruel. her birthday, she was like, she was telling me, she's like, oh my gosh, because the girl went to high school with my sister, so I was older than them, but I knew them because my sister hung out with her, and uh, we became friends with her family, and she was telling me, she's like, yeah, uh, her name's Lauren. She's like, Lauren, uh, she's getting a divorce. I'm like, oh, that's too bad. And she goes, yeah, he actually served her with divorce papers on her birthday, and I'm like, wow, does it get does it get worse than that? That's pretty bad. Has anyone ever been dumped or divorced at the worst possible moment? And and what happened? I I can't see it getting much worse than that. That's pretty bad. I feel I feel really sorry for her. That's a savage move on behalf of the husband. And maybe things are really bad between the two and he wanted to really like stick it to her, but if you're that husband or whatever, you're serving papers to your significant other and the birthday's coming up, wouldn't you say, hey, listen, you know, we have to get these papers filed. By the way, her birthday is Monday, so maybe we do it after or let's get it done before, but just don't have them delivered on a birthday. I mean, there's a way around that. That hurts. I feel like that was a deliberate move. Mm-hmm. It was a way to ruin the day, even though she knew it was happening. Uh, just who uh, who was dumped or divorced at the worst time? Uh, I just got a text here at 702 364 9400 um it says i was i was dumped the day my grandfather died i drove two hours to new hampshire to see him 20 minutes into our drive out to dinner he broke up with me wait he went with you oh and then you drove to new hampshire to see him and then oh my gosh ew that's uh can't wait (laughs) after he died like and i wonder if part of that is 
look, this is going to be a rough time now that your grandpa died. I don't want to be here for all of this. <laughs> and I was like, what's the whole what's the whole theory behind that one? Uh, this one says, I was dumped when I was heavily pregnant with our second child. That's just that move to me boggles my mind. I get it. Things may be bad and stressful, but that's leaving her at that point. That's tough. That's got to be tough. Yes, that that hurts. We were just talking about the show The Bear and uh, Jeremy Allen White, the star of that show. He found out, though, that his wife was leaving him through social media, like back in May or something. I don't know the full details of it, but somehow he discovered. I don't think were on the rocks or not. Or I think she made a Mother's Day post about being a single mom. And he saw it like, what single mom? What are you talking about? And that's how he found out that they were getting a divorce. Imagine finding out your significant other is leaving you through social media. Uh, I, I can't imagine what that would feel like. I, I wouldn't believe it at first. I would just say this is, you know, this is just social media being social media. But... Um, Wow. This one uh, says from Derek, I got cheated on and dumped on my birthday three different years. <laughs> this one says I was dumped on my graduation from college day by my boyfriend of eight years. Um, my sister got dumped 10 days before COVID lockdown. Uh, this says when my daughter was 17, her boyfriend broke up with her on Valentine's Day. Uh, seeing that happen to a 17-year-old is crushing. This one says, OMG, I was served on my birthday as well. Hey. <laughs> Maybe this is more common than we think. Yeah, the COVID one, must, that, that's kind of a blessing. Because then imagine if you two were together, but you're stuck in the same house and you don't know where to go. So that's kind of a blessing to get dumped before COVID. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, this one says, uh, not myself, but my parents told me they were getting divorced one week before my wedding. Oh, wow. That's going to be awkward at the wedding. And Do by the you way, separate them at yeah. the tables? How does that work out? Is dad bringing a guest now with oh, him, too? There's no. uh, mistresses are showing up. We got the hot three coming up next. What do you have for us? All right. We are going to talk about uh, the cars. So what is the worst selling vehicle so far this week? Only 65 people have bought one of these cars so far this year. We'll tell you what it is. Also, uh, a new trend that involves, speaking of dumping, dumping your friends. Why? And a judge ruled that this emoji is legally binding when it comes to contracts. You may want to be careful when you send it. It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. I thought this was so interesting because everyone's always wanting to know what's the best-selling vehicle every year. But do you know what the lowest-selling vehicle is so far for 2023? I, I bet we could sit here for an hour. You probably wouldn't guess it. But do you, well, do you want to try? Uh, I will take a guess. Okay. Because uh, I had one as a rental car. Uh, I'm going to say... A Fiat. No. Some kind of Fiat. No Fiat. No Fiat. No Fiat. Okay. It's by GMC. Mm. It is the GMC Hummer EV. The GMC Hummer EV. Those things are not cheap. I don't know what they are. It's the, it's the Hummer. They brought it back, but the electric version. Um, I don't know if it's all electric or half electric, half gas, but they, I think they start at like $100,000. I've never seen one of these on the road ever. Not one single time. I've seen Hummers, but not this one. That's fancy looking. Yeah. Um, so this car has only sold 65. They've only sold 65 of this car uh, so far this year. Total. Like total. That's it. That's only one worse than the Mazda MX-30. 
of which only 66 have been sold. Okay, I don't know what the MX-30 is, the Mazda one, but the, uh, when the, uh, the electric Hummer was coming out, everyone was buzzing about that thing. Everyone wanted to get one of those things. Oh, the Hummer's coming back. It's going to be EV. It's going to be this huge gas-guzzling machine like the original ones were. And it's not 65 for the month of July. It's 65 from January 1st until now. That's not good. Yeah, that's not that's not a lot. But again, if they're so expensive, I see why. I'm looking at this Mazda, and it's super cute. Um, and it's it, it looks like it ranges from twenty three thousand to to fifty thousand, depending on what you add onto it. So I'm kind of surprised at that one. I thought that would be a a better option, but only sixty six of those have been sold. Um, the best selling vehicle in 2023 so far. No surprise. Well, maybe it's a surprise. Do you want to take a guess on that one? It's a Ford. Is it? Um, is it the uh, their, their F one fifty pickup truck? The yes, Ford F one fifty. Well, the Ford F series uh, pickups with over half a million being sold so far. Yeah, that so. thing is gold. Um, also, this morning, do you have any friends who are currently putting you? in debt well fortune magazine just did a big story on a new trend where people are dumping their wealthier friends because they're too expensive to hang out with have you been in that situation before where you're like with people and there's no price tag is too big or too small for them it's like and then you're sitting there like oh my gosh i hope my credit card goes through (laughs) um they pulled a thousand millennials and gen zers and over a third say that they have at least one friend who makes them spend more than they can afford over 80 percent of those people say they've had to use credit cards or gone into debt just trying to keep up and the most common things that well-off friends cause us to overspend on include restaurant meals, drinks at bars, vacations, and elaborate celebrations for things like birthdays. Uh, Clothes and spa treatments are two more big ones. Most Americans, though, especially younger generations, are living paycheck to paycheck, so it adds up. And sometimes it's just easier to ghost the person than to explain the problem or ask them to tone it down. I get that anxiety with, uh, with, with when friends get married. Uh, it's the last set of friends that got married, they announced their engagement. So happy. Like, when's the wedding? Oh, it's August. Oh, cool. Where is it? You know, where's he going to be in town? Like, Cancun. Like, ah, destination wedding. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Why don't we do it here in town? It's your wedding. I'm just saying. Oh, this is so expensive. Hey, Steph, you just got a call from someone who works at Buick GMC um, talking about the last story we did about the, the Hummers and how they've only sold 65 so far this year. And uh, tell us what they said. Yeah, Chantel, she called and she said that because they think that they're not making them fast enough. Oh. So that might be the issue on why they're not selling enough. That makes sense because they look really mm-hmm. cool. I was kind of surprised by that. That makes a lot of sense. They just can't get get them out quickly enough. Because when they when they announced it, there was a huge like huge buzz about them when they first came out and a huge waiting list too. Eh, price tag too is expensive. M- but maybe that, uh, that waiting list is just keeps getting longer and longer and longer and that's why they're not getting them out in time. Um, finally this morning, be careful how you use emojis. A judge in Canada just ruled that they can be legally binding, specifically the thumbs up emoji. It all stemmed from a disagreement between a farmer in Saskatchewan and a company that was trying to buy grain. And back in 2021, a buyer for the company sent a mass text to a bunch of farmers trying to buy around 100 tons of it. Well, this farmer, his name is Chris Actor, he called him back and they talked it through. Then the buyer texted Chris a message to please confirm the contract. Chris texted back a thumbs up. 
but he claims he hadn't even read the contract yet. He was just trying to let the guy know he got his text. The deal fell through when Chris didn't deliver the grain when he was supposed to, so the company sued him. Chris's lawyer argued emojis can mean different things, so it shouldn't be legally binding, but the judge called it a non-traditional and valid signature. So now Chris has to pay over $61,000 in damages plus interest on that one. No, no, no. I don't agree with that. So the guy, how did he phrase it again? He said um, he wanted to, Chris to confirm that he... uh, to confirm the contract that confirmed that he got the contract confirm no, the contract it says the buyer texted chris a message to please confirm the contract oh see i'm reading the text message like yeah you got it i'll confirm the, i'll look at the contract i'll confirm it i'm 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 right him giving the thumbs up if i received everything but i'm not committing to it like yeah i'll, I'll yeah, let me confirm it you got it let me look at it that's why i'm reading it he as a probably judge probably should have said that then, yeah instead of use the emoji because i agree with you i don't i feel like he's like you got it i'll confirm it and as soon as i take a look at it but they took it as confirmed oh i know messed up that so just be be very careful with your emoji heck yeah okay so coming up here in jerker justified we have a situation involving a new employee they were put in a in an odd position did their actions make them a jerk we've got the details coming up here in about 10 minutes it's mix 94.1 it is time for you to be the judge every monday we do it it's jerk or justified is this person being a jerk or are they completely justified? You decide. And if there's ever a situation you want us to tackle, you can shoot us an email. Go to our website, Mix941.fm. This comes from Shane. Shane wrote, Hi, Mercedes and JC. Please let me know if I was a jerk in this situation. I just started a new job after the 4th, and Wednesday was my first day in the office meeting everyone. One of my coworkers was walking around with an envelope collecting money for a going away gift for a manager that is leaving after working here for 10 years. This person finally reached me and said, Hi, I'm Paul. Nice to meet you. I'm collecting $40 from everyone to put towards a gift for Francine. Can you give me the $40 now in cash? Or would you like to Venmo me? I also have PayPal. I said, I just started. I haven't even met Francine, and I haven't really met anyone else either. I'm not going to put $40 towards this. I'm sorry. This guy made a weird noise and walked away. Now everyone is acting weird around me. My wife said I should have given the $40, and it's rude that I didn't. Am I the jerk? And it's signed Shane, and then as a sidebar, if you were me, would you attend Francine's going away party this week? Oh, well, I just I flat out don't even have to like decide on this one. I, I do not think you are in the wrong. I do not think you are a jerk. I think you are justified. You just started. You don't know Francine. Why? You don't have to pay. And like $40, I'm sorry. That's a lot to give to someone you don't know um, that's leaving and you'll never see again. So I say... I say just hang in there. They're probably acting weird because you're new. They don't know you yet. Give them some time to get to know you. Let your personality speak for itself. Don't let this be your defining moment. And if they are going to be mad about that, then good. That's one less person you have to talk to at work. I say you are completely justified on this one. (laughs) I think the jerk in this situation is Paul who's asking the new person for money. I, I think that's a jerk-type situation. If you, if I'm in the office and, Mercedes, you're leaving, we all want to collect $40 to get your nice really going-away gift, and there's a new person in the building, I'm not going to I'm not gonna re- reach out to them. Or maybe we'll say, hey, we, we, if you want to donate, you can, but I'm not going to demand money. 
I'm going to say, but I, I'm going to side with Shane's wife on this one. And here's the reason. I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't think you have to give the $40 to Francine. You don't know her. You just started there. You're the new guy. But it's almost like you're, you're paying the mob for protection. You don't want... You don't want this new guy, Paul, mad at you. This is my, my thinking. You don't want him mad at you, him telling other workers, oh, so-and-so didn't give. Even though you're brand new and you don't want to and you shouldn't have to, I feel like it's a fee. It's an unfortunate cost of the time that you started the job. With Francine going away, a party coming up, you got to chip in the money. Yeah, I I respectfully disagree. I think that to pay the cost, like, oh, really? Now I have to pay for protection at my yes. job that I just started at? And no, like, I, I don't care. If you're going to base how you feel about me because I didn't contribute to a stranger's gift, then that's on you. That is not on me. Enjoy. I will be happy in my little cubicle doing my own thing. If that's you're going to treat me worse because I didn't know the lady then and forty dollars is a lot. If it's five, okay, here's five, even ten. But asking people for forty bucks is a lot. That's a lot of money. Who who are you? I th- I think that's wrong. What do you guys think? 702-364-9400. Uh, this text just came in. It says, justified co-worker was a jerk for asking the newbie for money on his first day. I would have told him I'm flat broke. And you might be because you need this job. You started you your job. Who knows if you had one before that? Um, this one says, what a jerk. Why would that guy ask you for money when you just started? How rude. Don't talk to him ever again <laughs> there's some advice yeah just what's that guy's name paul? paul yeah just ignore paul forever consider this a a good look into how he really is if he's going to treat you differently do you attend francine's going away party francine the manager that's been there as where they say for 10 years do you attend her going away party honestly and maybe this makes me a jerk i don't i don't know her i'm gonna throw off the vibe This is for you guys who've worked for her for 10 years. I don't belong there. Yeah, it might be a nice way to get to know everyone, but then it becomes about me getting to know everyone and not about Francine, who is the focus of the party. So no, I don't go to that party. But that's just me. I don't know what other people think. Uh, This text just came in. It says it shouldn't be an obligation since you're new. You shouldn't have to pay. But if you did choose to give money, you could probably say, I don't think uh, it should be $40 to give to someone that you have no idea and just give what you feel comfortable with. That's another idea. Like, I don't have 40, but I can give you 10. How's that? You're something. Something. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right, coming up. uh, Well, first off, if you have ever a situation like Shane for Jerk or Justified, you can email it to us. Just go to our website, mix941.fm. And we love getting follow-up, too. So, Shane, let us know how things pan out. Are they still rude to you this week? Are they nice to you this week? And do you go to Francine's Going Away Party? Please let us know. This hour, 940, tickets for you to go see Ed Sheeran. We've got Ed Sheeran coming to town in September, and you're going to be at that show because your tickets are about 20 minutes away, right around 940 for tickets to go see Ed Sheeran. I'm getting a bunch of uh, DMs and emails, um, and one I just got uh, over the weekend from actually someone that I know, and she wrote, I've I've changed my entire summer vacation based on your trip to Hawaii. I'm trying to find the exact phrasing. Uh, I just changed our Hawaii vacay to Kauai because of what I saw on your and Matt's photos and videos. It's our first time and I'm very excited. Can you send me a list of your favorites, please? And so I uh, I sent her over a list of like where we stayed and some of the places we went, some of the restaurants we went to and, and all of that stuff. And one of the things I recommended that she do when she goes there is they have a chocolate farm on Kauai. 
Did you know there's a chocolate farm? Like, I didn't even know that you, like, farmed chocolate. Like, yes, I know it doesn't just come from, you know, the Hershey factory or whatever. But Willy Wonka makes it. Oh, man. It was, so we did this. It was highly recommended to us, this chocolate tour, a farm tour. And we get there and, like, it's... It's not a long drive. I mean, it was probably like 40 minutes from where we are, but we're going through the, you know, through neighborhoods and then like jungles and stuff. And then we finally find the the turnoff and it's like a hidden turnoff and you drive up this hill and there's a check-in point. They're like, are you here for the tour? And we're like, yes, where are we? What is happening? Man, this was a three hour tour of a chocolate farm and it was one of the best things, one of my favorite things that we did. But I'm bummed because because of this tour, I am a chocolate snob now. Like, I will never look at chocolate the same way after doing this tour. And I even warned her, I'm like, watch out, because this will be the last time you just eat regular chocolate. You're going to learn about it and what, you know, the the big brand chocolates are made out mm-hmm. versus real chocolate. And, and not that it's not real, but there's percentages and all this stuff. I am now officially a chocolate snob after doing that tour. One of my treats throughout the week is chocolate, but I don't buy like a Hershey's bar. I get like a dark chocolate bar. It's like dark chocolate with chocolate with almonds and sea salt or something. Is that more, is that a better chocolate than say your Hershey's chocolate? Educate us on, on why we should become <sighs> chocolate snobs. Well, um, it depends on the percentage of cacao that's in it. Mm-hmm. And so the higher the percentage, that basically means that's more chocolate. And, you know, not not pinpointing any certain brands, but some um, chocolate brands, well-known chocolate brands are associated with um, child labor and these little kids working really? hours and hours a day. And, and that I didn't. And then I started researching that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea. Um, but you look at the percentage of cacao and that's what is in there. So like maybe just an average chocolate bar from, you know, unnamed brands would be like 20 percent chocolate. Mm-hmm. The rest is just like oils and just filler stuff and then your pure chocolates are like 60 70 percent chocolate and that's real chocolate and the dark chocolate has antioxidants in it and it's really true it does have basically it gives you an extra oxygen molecule and so when bad things go to take away an oxygen molecule, you're fine because you have that extra one from the antioxidants. What? It's crazy. It's crazy. I learned so much on this tour. I'm trying to pull up the... Uh, so I, I, I got the brand of chocolate that I like. I'm trying to see what it has as far as, far as like the percentage. Because I have heard that you know dogs should not have chocolate, but then someone made a comment. If, if a dog eats a Hershey bar, it's, it's bad news, but not as bad as if they ate like a, a, a one of these fancy bars that has a higher percentage because the some of the other chocolates are watered down, like you said. It's not that true dark chocolate that, that can really harm a puppy. Yeah, that that's so potent. And we actually got the pods that the chocolate is in, and he cut one open. And if you've ever like seen a... Look up a chocolate pod and and look at they cut it and it's all slimy and gross and there's these seeds in there. And so he had us like eat one of the seeds and chew on it and it doesn't taste like chocolate. But then they roast them, they grind them up and that's what becomes chocolate. I'm such a snob about it now. It's really bad. 70%. So that's that, is that great. Good? That's, that's good. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. That's a good seventy percent. Then. Okay. Where does their chocolate sourced from, though? Oh, let's that's see here. The oh, question. yeah. Not to get to dive deep into this whole thing. <laughs> that is fascinating. Yeah. So, is there anything you're a snob about? It's like you had like the best of one 
one time and now you're like, or maybe it's bottled water brands or things like that. I just, I hate that I'm a snob about it, but I'm glad that I've learned about it. So now I know. You know? Yeah, my wife, uh, she she's a water snob. She, which well, is better for her stomach. She likes Essencia, and that's her go-to water. And I think it's uh, al- uh, alkaline water, and so she loves it. It's it's like an auto delivery from Amazon, so it just comes to the house. But there'll be times where she's drinking more than the delivery, and she'll be out of it. And I, I just buy whatever. So I I have uh, refresher. Uh, purified drinking water from Albertsons or Signature Brand, or maybe this is Vons. I don't know. Um, so it's at the house, and she runs out of her stuff. I'm like, I'll oh, just drink my water. Nah, I can't. <laughs> Why not? I can't bring my down, <laughs> myself down to that level. I get a headache. It hurts my stomach. I'm like, it's water. That big of a difference. But in her mind, there's a difference. I, and, uh, I will defend her as far as, like, waters taste different. I'll drink that stuff if I'm, you know, because I drink the same kind of water. If I don't have it, I'll drink whatever, unless it's Arrowhead. Won't touch the stuff. I am I the I only will, one that loves it? I will like if I'm in the Sahara Desert crawling <laughs> and someone offers me a bottle of Arrowhead, I will not accept it. No Arrowhead, it is so smooth. I, I just love rather Arrowhead. take a handful of the sand and put that in my mouth. <laughs> I don't I'm gonna like argue the taste this one all day. No way! Oh, it is the tastes, smoothest. No, it, it is the like smooth. dirt. It no, it does like not. Dirt. Yes, it does. Arrowhead is, I, I am here for Arrowhead water. Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh! You, I mean, Arrowhead is. Just, <laughs> it's like the what's the fish that you keep at the bottom of the tank to eat all the algae? Oh, not carp or what? Is, it's yeah. one of those. No, it's not. It's that of the bottled water world. Sourced right here from California, from Arrowhead Lake. Oh, yeah. fantastic. <laughs> I don't. I, I, that's just my personal preference. My respect taste buds. It. That's I how it. I am. Hot three, not hot three. Uh, what's trending is coming up next. What do you have for okay, us? Okay, we are going to talk about the latest singer that got hit by an object on stage. Taylor stuns fans at her concert on Saturday, and in honor of pineapple on pizza, the debate. There's an old soft drink that is making a comeback. We'll tell you all about it coming up next. And what's trending? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Harry Styles is trending this morning. Poor Harry is the latest victim of a fan throwing something at an artist on stage. It happened at his show in Vienna when he was headed off stage and someone threw an object that hit him right around his left eye. Uh, he was exiting the stage. You could see him putting his hands up to his face. He was obviously in some pain he pushed through and he did finish the concert and has not commented on the incident his love on tour tour is wrapping up with two shows left in spain one in portugal one in italy hopefully he does not get hurt in one of those but i just don't understand this recent fascination with people throwing things at artists on stage it's ridiculous and harry styles has been hit before with a chicken nugget and then once with a water bottle to the crotch yeah it's just it's too but why are we doing this it's not to necessary. Them? yeah it's uh, trying to get their attention and one artist is gonna say like at the beginning of the show if i get hit with anything the show ends and someone's gonna test them on it you know, it's just, it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Well, as soon as that f- the first thing is flying on the stage, and for everyone, then then, then that'll send the message. Because people listen, you, you listen right now, you're not the ones throwing the stuff on the stage. It's that, that other person that's out there. And as soon as someone sends that message, maybe they'll stop throwing stuff. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully that happens. Also trending this morning is Taylor Swift. She pulled another rabbit out of her hat over the weekend during her Eras tour stop 
in Kansas City, Missouri. Now, if you missed it, she uh, she released Speak Now Taylor's version on Friday, and it contained six new tracks from the vault, unreleased tracks that she had. And one of those uh, songs is called I Can See You. Well, she surprised fans with the video debut for that track on Saturday night. Here's how that song sounds. Not only were fans blown away by the surprise video, but they were happy to see that the video starred some of her friends, Joey King and Presley Cash, who had been in previous a previous video of hers. But it was when her ex, Taylor Lautner, appeared in the video. Fans just lost it. Not just that, but she actually brought the three of them out on stage. The stadium went absolutely crazy. Um, after backflipping onto the stage to the screams from the crowd, Lautner expressed his admiration for her saying i respect you so much not just for the singer that you are the songwriter the performer but truly for the human you are you are gracious humble you are kind and i'm honored to know you i love seeing that because the the narrative with a lot of exes is bad news and some of the some of the narrative is well deserved too but there, i do think there are those exes that you had where things just didn't work out and you went your separate ways There's, and it doesn't mean you have to have bad feelings to that person and the fact that she's friends with him and his wife and the fact that his wife's name is taylor as well is kind of neat yeah they recreated uh, that spider-man meme with the three spider-mans and they're all pointing at each other oh, like, taylor, really? taylor taylor <laughs> it's really funny um and then finally this morning it has not been available since 2020 but pineapple pepsi is trending this morning it is returning later this month starting on july 17th the fruity soda is going to be available again, but only at one restaurant. That restaurant is Little Caesars. It's going to be part of the pineapple pair-up combo, which is stirring back up that debate about whether pineapple belongs on pizza or not. If you're if you're not interested in grabbing a pizza per se, don't worry. You can still buy the 16-ounce cans of pineapple Pepsi as it's out individually. That is an option, and that is what's trending. We'll be at Allegiant Stadium September 9th, and you're going to be inside Allegiant Stadium with Ed. We've got your tickets coming up here in just five minutes. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And let's talk to Leslie, your caller 20, Leslie. Oh my God, this is so awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for listening and congratulations. Nice way to start a Monday. You are going to see Ed Sheeran as he brings his mathematics tour to Allegiant Stadium on September 9th. In for free. Congratulations. Thank you. By the way, toothpaste flavored ice cream is the best, by the way. Which one is? Toothpaste flavored. Your mint chip. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Did that run on best up? Because I love when people keep telling me that you are the best. I love it. Let's no, I heard it originally. I just haven't <laughs> talked to you in a while. I love it. Congratulations. And yeah, maybe I'll throw in a pint of mint chocolate chip for you. Heck yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got your Ed Sheeran tickets all week long at 940. And actually later on this afternoon, 5 o'clock hour, Heather Collins has a pair for you. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Monday. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you come back tomorrow. 
Try It Tuesday. It's back. We've got another fun thing to try for you. Try it before you do and tell you if it's worth it. We have more Nickelback tickets for you tomorrow and more tickets for you to see Ed Sheeran throughout today's. So make sure you're listening for that. Right now, it is time for the line of the day. I'm here to say that I love Arrowhead water. It's smooth and silky, but there are haters out there. According to a Google search, people say it tastes like plastic. It tastes salty. Tastes like toilet water. Well, you can add Mercedes to that list of haters. If I'm in the Sahara Desert crawling <laughs> and someone offers me a bottle of Arrowhead, I will not accept it. No, Arrowhead, it is so smooth. I, I just love rather Arrowhead. take a handful of the sand and put that in my mouth. <laughs> That's what it tastes like. <laughs> just my personal opinion. Exactly, exactly. That'll do it for show number 1870 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.